Some people actually are referring to as reconciliation. And there are calls for criminal charges to be laid against the government and churches that ran residential schools. We spoke about this uh, yesterday and earlier on in the week and the challenges there. In order to bring justice, an investigation has to occur and information needs to be collected. And in 2007, the Truth and Re- Reconciliation Commission was tasked to investigate and create an as complete as possible history of the residential school system. Organizations involved in the schools were obliged at that point in time to compile and produce all relevant records. Well, these records should have gone to the National Center for Truth and Reconciliation, which is at the University of Manitoba. Now, there is a Catholic order. They're called the Missionary of Oblates of Mary Immaculate. They ran 48 residential schools in Canada, including those on the Cowessus First Nation and in Kamloops, B.C., They agreed to make their records available, and now they are saying that privacy laws are complicating the release of these documents from Saskatchewan and B.C. residential schools. I'd like to welcome onto the show a a woman that we often turn to with our questions about privacy and privacy laws. She's an expert in privacy, a former privacy commissioner, Dr. Ann Kavukian. Uh, Welcome to the show. It's great to have you on. Thank you, Kelly. So when you heard about the request to release residential school records in order to fully investigate what happened to the children, where, where you know, who was there, uh, what happened to them, did you anticipate the privacy laws could get in the way? I, I didn't. Um, of course, they are something that need to be addressed. But I'm worried about at times when things are very difficult, uh, people hide behind privacy. They use privacy as a shield to conceal information that is much needed for law enforcement and other things. And what I'm, what I'm troubled by is if law enforcement, for example, has probable cause, they can get a warrant to go in and investigate and gain access to information that normally would not be accessible because of privacy concerns. So I don't know if that has taken place. The other thing is privacy issues can be addressed by you know, de-identifying the data, for example. I think they're worried about personnel records, so they could strip the, the, the names, the identities of the employees, but release the records. I mean, there are many things we can do. So, of course, the, they can go to the Privacy Commissioner of Canada to, to gain assistance. There are many things they can do, but you don't want to create the impression that they're hiding behind privacy. Yeah, to me, it sounds like a stalling tactic. Yes. I, I agree. Unfortunately, that was my reaction as well. And I just don't think they handled it well. Uh, they should have said, of course, we want to address any privacy issues that may arise relating to the employees whose records we need to access. Uh, but we're you know, doing everything we can to protect the names, the identities, but release the information, which is much needed. There are many ways you can do this. But, you know, aren't the people that were directly involved part of the storyline here? You know, I think the people who are directly involved in terms of the bishops and the the people in charge in the Catholic, uh, there were a number of of high-ranking individuals who were responsible. I don't know how far down that goes in terms of the actual employees. So I say that to you as a question. And Mm -hmm. that's something that obviously would need to be investigated by law enforcement. Right. And in that point, uh, could law enforcement say, okay, now Canada's privacy laws do not... uh, they they are not in effect when it comes to these people. It doesn't pertain to these people because we are now looking at people criminally. 
What they could say, um, we we have probable cause. We've gone to the court. We we have an, uh, a warrant to gain access to that information. So it doesn't mean that the privacy laws don't apply, but because this is now a law enforcement issue that the court has given a warrant to gain access to, it changes things and it would enable them to access that information. A spokesperson for the Catholic Order uh, is warning that the quality and comprehensiveness of documents may be affected if the records are released at all. Are we talking about, so (sighs) we might get these records, but if they do come out, uh, names of school administration, nuns, priests, they'd be just, we'd be looking at a bunch of redacted pages. It's possible. Again, I, I say this all in question because mm-hmm. I don't know the nature of the data that needs to be accessed. Um, and as I said, if they treat this as a law enforcement matter, which clearly it seems to be, uh, fall into, they could gain much broader access to the data not going around privacy laws. Privacy laws enable access to identifiable data if, it's a, if there's a court order, um, you know, saying that you have to release this data, which is a law enforcement matter. So I think uh, they should never have said what they did in terms of, well, this information, you know, may be confusing or whatever it is they said. Uh, I, I think they handled this very poorly. One of the guests we had on last week, uh, he actually had put together a report on where the missing bodies could be found uh, for the Truth and Reconciliation Committee. It was oh. a pretty emotional oh, uh, yeah, job and a conversation. And he said that one of the women who had worked at a residential school kept copies of records and was actually threatened. So uh, she never actually gave them back. But would privacy oh. laws affect those records being accessed if they were already in the hands of, say, the National Center for Truth and Reconciliation? That's a very good question, Kelly. And I don't want to give a definitive answer until I could look at all the data. But it would depend on how she gained access to those records. Uh, there were many questions. So they should involve the Privacy Commissioner right away. They should involve law enforcement they can get an answer on this quickly and figure out how to release the data in a way that doesn't either doesn't impact privacy or because it's a law enforcement matter, they have a court order to gain access to the information. You know, we're talking about people that worked at these residential schools, and I just mentioned that woman that that kept uh, records. You know, I think a lot of people, you know, pictured the records like I did, like big file folder boxes, you know, boxes with file folders of information in it. That's actually not the case. In some cases, the records would be like daily journals from the operations of the schools. So it'd be very hard, very easy to, you know, grab something like this and keep it. This included admittance records. It could be financial statements. Uh, human resource records, teachers' profiles. Uh-huh. If there are teachers' profiles in some of these uh, journals, if these people or personnel in those files have passed away, how do privacy laws affect them? Do they apply to them at all? Well, they apply, but not indefinitely. So again, the time period from the death to present, there are many questions here, that, can, but they, they can be addressed, Kelly. That's what amazes me, is why haven't they already huddled with the privacy commissioner to address these issues. You can resolve them in a day. These aren't that complicated. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I fear that they, they, the perception is going to be that they're hiding behind privacy, and that's the last thing you want. So this, this could be resolved very quickly, in your opinion, uh, having held the post, uh, but it could also be dragged out, is what I'm hearing. It's possible, but it could be dragged out. It could be resolved quickly because the privacy commissioner has staff these aren't complicated issues, is what needs to be released? How can we release it in the most most privacy-preserving way? 
But if you have a court order that says you need to gain access to the data in full uh, for law enforcement matters, that changes everything. So these questions are, are really obvious questions. They just need to be addressed right away. And I suspect as we move forward with more um, imaging devices going to the sites of former residential schools, that if we uh, find more bodies, which I think it's inevitable from yeah. what we're hearing, uh, yeah. there will be court orders. Do you also agree that, that yeah, um, we're totally, going to see movement? Totally. I totally. And I think the court orders should have been issued already. I mean, it would look like there's probable cause that something really bad is going on here. And uh, so if if law enforcement has not gone to the courts to get a court order, I would urge them to do so immediately. Dr. Gunvukian, it's always a pleasure having you on the show. Thanks so much. It's a really important day, and I really love your perspective on this. And hopefully uh, this could be cleared up in a day and the records get released. Thank you, Kelly. Always a pleasure speaking with you. Cheers. That's our privacy expert, Dr. Ann Kavukian.